You are called to this thing because the world needs to hear it. The world needs to see your perspective. This is a down and dirty segment of The Maker's Moment, a weekly podcast where we hold space for creativity. Every Thursday, we take a look in the mirror, ask ourselves important questions, and investigate that one thing that we all can work on as we go on our artistic journey. My name is Lee Schultes, and I know that in every person, there is an artist waiting to be rediscovered. We are here for makers in all of their moments. We know that together, we can help each other improve and get a little bit more creative each day. I have a head cold today, so just bear with me. In addition to what Jessica said on Monday, I think that this is super important to remember. This is something that I have to remind myself today, even showing up as less than perfect. Perfectionism is not a likable trait. It's not something that people gravitate towards. There's an old saying in the screenwriting trade that if you want to automatically make a villain, the easiest way to make someone be hated is to make them perfect. There's no story in perfectionism. It's not relatable. It's this aspirational quality that's just not real. Perfectionism in art and making shows up as not feeling good enough, not finishing or enjoying your art, a fear of failure and that comparison mindset that we talked about. And the reason why it's killing your art, the reason why perfectionism shows up and rears its ugly head is ultimately shame and art becoming your identity and saying, you know, if I use the wrong color or something that doesn't necessarily, quote, make sense, then that makes my art bad. That makes me bad. I have a friend of mine. She made these beautiful stickers and they had profanity on them, but they're absolutely gorgeous. And she took them to market and it was to the Sourwood Festival earlier this year. And a woman came up to her at 9 a.m., and said, does that say what I think it says? Because she loved the sticker and then looked closer. And my friend was like, of course, you know, well, it depends on what you think it says. And the woman looked my friend up and down at 9am and said, this is disgusting. You are disgusting. And luckily my friend was able to laugh it off, but that's that shame where art takes over the identity of the person. And in that way it was projected on my friend, but it can be very easily self-imposed. I've seen it a lot in sports or professional athletes where their sport takes over their identity. If you bake clay at the wrong temperature and it shatters, that shouldn't bring you shame. That's a learning moment. That's an opportunity for you to document it, learn from it, maybe ask some friends, share your story, and improve. Perfectionism is a confidence killer. It not only comes from a feeling of not being enough, but feelings like jealousy, comparison, those will cripple the creative process. There are going to be people that have been doing this longer than you. There are going to be people that know tricks of the trade that you don't yet. And they might be in different phases with their business, but none of that takes away from you and the story that you are expressing. Perfectionism can delay your success in, in you constantly focusing on that other person. It can cause a skewed or a blurry perspective into your art. If you're constantly comparing it to someone else, rather than just accepting the fact that it's different, you might get away from that 
process. You might abandon something a little bit too early and you might not be willing to take calculated risks in art and be creative and be innovative. At the end of the day, we are all here for a purpose. If you are being called to do it, I truly believe that you should pursue it. And perfectionism makes you abandon ideas without fully exploring them. You are called to this thing because the world needs to hear it. The world needs to see your perspective. A couple of ways to combat the things that we've talked about are having a daily practice. A routine can really help. For me, every single morning I wake up and I have my morning pages. I got it from the artist's way. It's a wonderful investment if you're if you would like to invest your time and order the book. Having a daily writing or art practice for me really unlocks creativity early in the day. So I do three stream of consciousness pages. Basically, I get up and I have three full pages while I'm drinking my morning coffee and it really helps me tap into a more free-flowing state recognizing where you're at mentally is really helpful and developing a routine for when you feel dumpy. For example, today I'm not feeling well. I didn't really want to get up. I didn't want to do this, but I knew that I will be better on the other side and that other people will be better for it. For me, that looks like lighting a candle before I get creative. I have almost a 15-minute jumpstart routine to where if I see that I'm really struggling, I need to take these steps to show up for myself and for my art. I light a candle. I have a dance party because that just, for me, gets me completely out of the zone. I do some hip openers and I have a couple of other things that I do. If that doesn't work and I feel like I'm still not showing up in a space where I'm being truly creative, I might write in five-minute cycles. I got on YouTube and found YouTube music for writing and there's one that's exactly five minutes and then what I do is I the first two times I play it I just stream of consciousness write I restart it and then I write for another five minutes so those last two cycles I may write I may dance I may do something completely unrelated but when you get crippled it's important to start when you feel this overwhelming sense of I can't move forward and you're overthinking things just start Start with something completely uncomfortable for you. Start with something that maybe you're not, quote, good at or is not your thing. For me, I'm a bead worker that's highly structured. If if I'm in an overthinking mindset already, then going into a very structured task isn't going to have me show up as my full self. I will pick up a marker or challenge myself with one thing that I don't feel comfortable doing. So for me, it's a set of Prismacolor markers that I have. And I will just make something. That's actually how the cover art of this podcast started. I was feeling crippled by anxiety and doubt and perfectionism. So I picked up the one thing that I quote, don't do, and I drew this bird. And it was a something that changed my life. So when you get crippled by anxieties, just start. When you get overwhelmed, learn how to stop. I have a friend of mine, she's a painter, and she says learning how to stop on a painting can sometimes be just as hard as figuring out how to start. So if you find yourself obsessing over something and you're going down this rabbit hole for hours or sometimes days, walk away. You are allowed to create. You are allowed to take up space. You are allowed to play. That is valid. The world needs to hear your story. Our inner critics are there to keep us safe in life. Biologically, they're there to help us live a a, quote fine life but that's not what creativity is all about creativity is about stepping into what is authentically you and learning how to portray it i really think that we all could benefit from sharing our stories of imperfection i would love to hear how you've pushed pushed past perfectionism and moved 
into a more authentic you. Email me at themakersmoment at gmail.com and let's get talking. Mm -hmm.